Welcome to Find the Others with your hosts, myself, Tony Leroy, and me, Manjeet. Find the Others is a podcast intended to inspire you to do a deep dive into the realms of self-awareness. We'll talk about new science, meditation, healthy living, and fun ways to step onto that enlightened path you desire so much. We'll talk to authors, teachers, healers, shamans, therapists, musicians, podcasters, disruptors, people we find interesting and motivational enough to help you find your tribe to find the others. So exciting. In a world where most people walk around stressed and just trying to get by, we want to create a place where you can chill, have fun, be inspired. After all, inner peace is the new luxury. So please join us and find the others. Hey guys, welcome. Welcome to Find the Others with Tony Leroy and Manjeet. Hello, Manjeet. Hi, Tony. How is your week? Oh, it's been amazing. It's yes. really, really fun. I have had the best time. It has been exhausting. I need a massage. Okay. I'm right there. I'm always down for a massage. Yes. It's like that healing energy that happens through a massage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this week we happen to be talking about healing. We are. Yes, we are. Look how coincidental that I would do, that I did that thing about the healing. <laughs> I really enjoy going for healings. I uh -huh. really enjoy the work that we do, which is healing. Uh -huh. And I love the concept of healing because yeah. anything can be healing for me. Like in my belief system, we you can send a positive thought someone to someone that's healing. Yeah. Being in having a nice glass of wine, I know you don't drink, but I drink. Um, yeah, having a nice glass of wine with a friend, it can mm -hmm. be a healing experience, you know? Yeah. Meditation is healing. Yeah. Um, so healing is great and I love the idea that you know, the work that we do where, you know, you look in a person's hand, you help them set intentions, you you create meditations and lead meditations. Um, I do the work that I do. Um, and we create a space for people to heal constantly. Yeah. You know, so there's so many different forms of healing, right? There's mm -hmm. so many different practices of healing. You have, you know, traditional medicine. You know, I work as a holistic life coach right and so there's the whole idea of working with someone not only with the physical body but with the mental body the spiritual body the emotional body which creates this wonderful space of balance mm -hmm. right and ultimately i think healing is about balance what's healing to you i mean the first thing i think of when it's heal when healing someone mm -hmm. is because I do second energy healing, which is like Reiki, mm. is I think of giving healing energy to someone. Mm -hmm. Okay, in terms of giving a session to someone mm -hmm. to help them make fe them feel better, to help them balance their chakras, to mm -hmm. help them raise their vibration. Mm. But healing comes in the, so many different forms. Like you just talked about having a glass of red wine, right? right? So for me, even had a friend last week going through some trauma. Healing for her was having seven or eight of her best friends around her, mm. just feeling that loving kindness around her, right. feeling that vibration, that love from us, spending four hours at dinner, not even talking about the situation, but receiving that mm. healing energy, knowing that you are loved. Yes. Not even talking about the crisis that happened, 
just being in that envelope mm-hmm. of love, mm-hmm. right? And then even time is healing, right? Yeah. There's so many different forms of healing. And but for me, the, what the first thing I think of is really giving someone love mm. in the form of energy, right. attention. Yeah. You don't have to be a healer. Yeah. It's just that beautiful intention of giving someone a gift of right. your time and energy. So it's energy work. Mm-hmm. It's um, like, you know, we've spoken before about intention, setting mm-hmm. intention. Yeah. It's uh, sending love. Mm-hmm. It's creating an atmosphere either for yourself or for others yeah. where there can be balance. Yes. Right. Because the body takes knows how to takes care of itself. Mm. Right. And so I, I love when I think about the placebo effect. Yes. Right. It's just like you can give somebody a sugar pill and say this is going to cure your cancer or this is going to cure your headache. And because the body believes it for like a huge percentage of people, it works. Then yeah. actually better than certain medications, which yeah. is really wild. And so, you know, we all have this inner ability to heal ourselves. We just have to create a space to Accept. create that balance, right? Yeah. And so I think that's really great that, you know, the body does know how to heal itself. There is something, there's proven, uh, I wish I had the scientific data right now, but there's there is definitely something about how, you know, a certain body at rest and just even just giving yourself space to rest actually raises your vibration. Yeah. So and, and your immune system and what have you so that your body can can take care of itself. No, you yeah. can actually measure it mm-hmm. now. There's a machine called a squid. So as a healer, oh, wow. you can actually measure the energy coming off your hands. Wow. And in one hospital in Europe, I remember reading this last year in a report that um, you know, they actually measure the amount of energy in the room after a patient has, before a patient is going to have an operation. Mm. And they can measure whether that person has enough healing vibration within their biodynamic field. That's crazy. And they won't do the operation if that person's biomagnetic field what? is low because they feel that they won't have the amount of healing energy to heal from the operation so that's why it's no longer a woo-woo like oh let me go and see this healer or energy is like what is it there is just so much more science behind it now so so then there's this wonderful balance now it sounds like between like you know holistic medicine and traditional medicine yeah that's crazy i i think lisa needs to like we should ask our producer lisa to find the reference to that yeah and yeah put, uh, send squid a... machine and then there's another one it's a, i don't know what the name of it i forgot it's something like a sputnik and i know that's the name of a missile but i remember it was like very similar to that name well guys if you're going to want to read about this because that sounds really fascinating yeah. we'll, we'll put some notes or a link to some some of the notes towards that because that's amazing so there is this wonderful balance between traditional medicine and holistic medicine yeah you know and i love how our traditional some some i mean there are certain people that are very you know what's that word hard-nosed hard-lined towards very traditional medicine but it does seem and and you're 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 saying this it's like it does seem like there's a wonderful balance now between holistic medicine because like i know personally that the, the person that taught me Reiki when I took Reiki oh so long ago yeah. um, 
that there is a there are people and most of the people that were taking that class were nurses mm -hmm. you know and so like people really bring that into hospitals they really bring this uh you know non-traditional yet holistic um healing practices into all different walks of life yeah. so i love that there is a balance and there needs to be this balance between holistic medicine and traditional medicine there are a bunch of people out there who are so holistic mm -hmm. that they won't go see a traditional doctor or, or into or utilize traditional medicine but I think it's very interesting that when you interview anybody that's really into uh, holistic medicine, many of them, you know, studied some form of traditional medicine as well. Medicine background. So yeah. a lot of traditional um, medicine, a lot of traditional traditional doctors go into the the, the holistic well um, realm because they they actually see like there's this one guy who I've been reading a lot of his stuff. Dr. Zach Bush really talks about kind of like the microbiome and all that kind of stuff. And then, then there's this other guy, um, Paul Stamis, who's like the mushroom dude. Mm -hmm. And he talks about the po healing powers of mushrooms. And he has all this incredible scientific data behind it. And how, you know, like just, you know, like how diff eating different types of mushroom can actually help balance out your brain, help balance out your body. It's ridiculous stuff. It's amazing. And so... I love the idea of finding that balance between holistic and traditional medicine, and I and I love hearing what you're saying that there is certain things or like certain hospitals or countries that are using this amazing machine, like the squid machine. Yeah, I mean, I also want to ask you though, because when I read hands, I can see sometimes when a person might be a person that is psychic or has incredible intuition mm. or might be a healer because of the shape of their hand. So t Tony, when you're tuning into people, explain what it is that you see in someone intuitively when you say that you can tell that they are a natural healer, you know, and what can they do to tap into that gift if they don't know? So when I see, like, you're right. Like when you read a hand, you can see like, kind of like, what is it, an X that like shows the psychic part like when you no, it's actually for me it's more the shape of the fingers oh and then certain other lines but not not an x oh cool yeah okay. like i think in like in some places like you can see an x and that says that this person is very psychic or whatever that's something okay. someone told me years okay. ago but you are the expert mm, i don't know I everyone's am, got their own way everyone got their own way so for me one of the things that i see there are certain people that come in and you know there's some people who just walk into the room and you just feel better mm. Yes. Right. A lot of people, you know, who hang out with me say they feel like when they're around me, they actually become very intuitive, mm -hmm. you know. So certain people project a certain vibe. Right. And there are certain people that are just natural healers like they, they could they can touch somebody just being in their presence. You feel better. Um, and I always say to them, take a Reiki class or or learn some kind of meditation technique or learn something so that you can kind of raise your vibe, get kind of like the energy blocks out of the way so that you can really be more in the flow to kind of like channel this natural energy that people have. So yeah, I think a lot of us are all healers. I think we all have the ability 
to be healers. I think there are certain people that just heal organically and just kind of gravitate towards that. There are certain people you just walk, you just you just hang out with them and you can feel better. Mm-hmm. You'll tell them everything yes. without even trying. You're just like, I just feel like you're my best friend and I want to tell you everything. Yeah. And you feel better after hanging out with them. Yeah. You know, so I find that's what I call the person that's a natural healer. Those people that you walk into a space and you just feel really good after when you're around them and after they leave, you're kind of like, whoa, I miss them. It's funny because that's actually what happened to me is my cousin's wife Mm -hmm. said to me, I I wasn't visiting her in Hong Kong. She's Mm -hmm. like, I feel I have to initiate you. I was like, excuse me? She's like, you know, sit down and I feel I have to initiate you into second energy. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, I can tell, like, I need to, to do this for you. And she sat me in a chair and she did this whole ceremony around me. I had no idea really what she was doing. And I kind of peeked open and she was doing all these symbols and all like these things around me. And it, at the time, it looked really bizarre. Mm-hmm. This is like six, six, seven, six years ago. And then afterwards, she told me, she's like, I feel that, you know, I should teach you this. I know you did Reiki also 20 years ago, but I never really like saw clients with it. Right. Um and she told me all about, you know, what she does and how she feels intuitively that I, I'm supposed to be a healer. And I was like, really? I was like, teach meditation, record it. But like that aspect of it, you know, it's funny, you, you know, I'm asking you this question, but that's actually what happened to me. Right. Exactly. So, so she, so Serge. Yeah. Uh, that's the healer. Yes. Who is your teacher? She's my master. Your master. My master your, teacher. You're in, in, we call it second healing. Yes. Um, so we interviewed her. Yes, we did. And we have an interview for you guys to hear. Yes, that we recorded. Yeah. So here it is. Enjoy. Hey, Serge. Hi. How you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Welcome, 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 welcome. welcome. <laughs> What's up? What's up? Um, Everything's up, actually. It's been brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Everything's been up. (laughs) Hi. Hi. Who are you? (laughs) Um, My name is Serge Bara. Hi, Serge. Hi. Um, I'm from originally from India. Mm -hmm. Brought up in the UK, hence the British accent, and now live in Hong Kong. And I came over here to um, to the States to share Sakeng energy with people. So what does second mean? So second means might, authority, but in a in a very um, sacred way, mm-hmm. not in a aggressive uh, warrior mm-hmm. perspective, not from that. Hmm. So it means might and authority. Mm. Is it two words, sec m, or is it one word? It's one word. Second. Mm. Cool. Mm. So it comes from Egypt. Do you know the lineage of it, the story? Yes. So um, this is not the first time this energy system has been in on the earth plane. Mm-hmm. This time round, it was brought through Helen Bellow. And um, when, she, when it came through to her about 20-odd years ago, she felt that there was an um, Egyptian element to it, and there was a lot of um, Egyptian... Um, symbols that were related to it and the association obviously was with also with goddess Sekhmet Hmm. Ah. so and if you look at if you go to the British Museum some wonderful um, 
pieces and statues mm-hmm. of Sekhmet and they right. tell you you're not allowed to touch them right but obviously we all touch them and nice. the energy is there you can feel that there is a vibration even in the statues in the statues the, interesting yes so have you been to the uh, museum of uh, the Met here the Metropolitan Museum no, of Art. Not, not They're yet. Egyptian. Oh, you yeah. have to. You really have okay, to. Okay, that'll be tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you got a lot to do you tomorrow. You have a lot to do tomorrow. I have a lot to do tomorrow. Actually, I would go there first, besides the other museums yeah, that we okay. spoke about. Okay. Yeah, because uh, there's a temple there that's really powerful. Yeah, the Temple of Dendo. You need to see that. Okay, yeah. I will do that tomorrow. Yeah. Perfect. Um, so, this woman, what was her name again? Her name is Helen Bello. Helen Bello is. B E L O T. She um, originally was. We would say Ballard. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> she's, she's actually Australian. She's Australian. Okay. Unfortunately, she passed away this year. This at uh, the beginning of the year. Oh, okay. So this year. So and uh, but there's enough of us uh, second masters. I don't like to use the word masters in an Advanced authority or yeah. might. It's more. I suppose I would say teachers. Right who are qualified to actually share this energy mm-hmm. and maintain the lineage, the purity of the energy that Helen actually wanted us all to, to achieve. How did she receive the information? Uh, through downloads. Okay. She claims uh, she was, obviously we are all, we're all spiritual beings in human form. Mm-hmm. We've all, so depending on where we are, we may not be from exactly from Earth, Okay. We've come here to experience um, Earth energy, Earth life, mm-hmm. and she certainly was not from here. Okay. She claimed, and um, and so I've the met premise a few being, times. I'm sorry to interrupt you, but the, so the premise being that you know there is life on other planets, there is life in other dimensions, there is life in other time. There's, a- absolutely. There's, there's life beyond this Earth plane. Yes. I would I would say that this the Earth plane is the the the, the densest place that we know. Okay. We third dimension. Den- denses, mm-hmm. I the, the the density of the place. Mm-hmm. We in fact are um, mostly air. When you start to kind of look what's in between the atoms and the molecules oh, within our physical, yeah, yeah, yeah. physical mm-hmm. body, right. so we are actually it's just a certain vibration. But the vibration is that we are actually seen as a um, solid form. Um, sorry, no, I'm probably going off a little no, no, bit. Great. No, it's great. There's, there is. We love no, it. We're no finding direction. the others. We're finding the others. Finding so the others. We're having Indeed. a conversation. Indeed. Yes, good. absolutely. And um, so I think we we are here on Earth as spiritual beings mm-hmm. to experience human life, mm. to learn as much as we can, and to see what lessons if that we if there are lessons that we need to learn, what we need to learn. So mm-hmm. nothing happens to us by coincidence it is by um, whatever the lesson we need to learn so when you're in a situation you think oh my god that was terrible mm. ask yourself what do I need to learn from this is this a question of fate versus destiny or or am I really going too deep here it's like face versus destiny and free will when you when you bring up these well there's free will so we can actually choose to address to to kind of ask the universe to say okay so what is the lesson I need to learn here Mm -hmm. look into you know inwards and say really am I really being able to show my 
my inadequacies or whatever there mm-hmm. is that I need to look at and that I need to address. Are we scared to do that? So we just, okay, then I'm not going to look at that. Sure. I'm just going to continue. Which is called denial. Which is denial. Right. And then or and resistance. We, exactly. And then right. we decide to continue on the path. But what will happen is eventually the, the door, there will be a knock on the door again, I ourselves, and say, mm-hmm. so what about that? Mm. And lots of people, unfortunately, go through life doing that. So subconsciously, we constantly bring ourselves to that point where we have to learn whatever lesson or process whatever we need to process. Yeah. So we spend so much time in our in our heads, in our minds, and thinking that this is this is what actually rules us, and we allow this to rule us. Mm-hmm. However, most of us most of our um, um, energy actually is in the subconscious. Mm-hmm. So once yeah. we can get our conscious brain out of the way, our subconscious actually can actually help us to heal and address the things that we do need to heal. This is where energy healing right. comes in, in, in so well that you can actually help someone to calm down calm their thoughts down mm, yeah. almost to the point of okay this is total relaxation and when you are relaxed and when your mind is not whirring around mm-hmm. um, you actually have the time to have and space in your brain to have the intuition to mm. actually see ah okay that was the light bulb I needed this is what I can do to empower myself to move forward what does healing mean to you healing to me means empowerment mm. empowerment of the self um, we and and any any healer, if they say they're a healer, they're not a healer. I would explain that they are not healing because all they're doing is actually being the plastic piece of plastic pipe, mm-hmm. where they are actually able to access healing from elsewhere. A conduit, yeah, a conduit, yeah, a conduit. We, we are, like, we let's are, say it all together, yeah. conduit, right? Uh, or, not or, plastic, or, or a channel, cycle plastic. <laughs> is that, is, that's what Helen always used to call it. So that's right. why I still continue right. to do it. <laughs> but we are a channel, or we are a conduit, mm. and the idea is that the the uh, our client in front of us will actually receive the healing, and um, their being, their subconscious, their mm. whole spiritual being will use that energy for what it's needed for. So the way we looked at any um, healing is that if you've got a, a, a wonderful fa- fancy cocktail glass, it's got all sorts of nodules in all of there. Mm-hmm. When you start to pour water in that, the the water will go into all the little nodules. Mm-hmm. It's the same as our, our human form. Mm-hmm. We start to pour energy in that. The energy will go where it needs to go, mm-hmm. not necessarily just in the solid bit of the glass right. that you think is there mm. there might be some bits where the energy does need to go and that's when our subconscious says hey remember me I mm. need some assistance here or attention here is Sekam am I pronouncing it correctly? Sekam yes Sekam you guys have accents I don't <laughs> <laughs> or I have an accent you don't okay it depends <laughs> on where you want to go with it um, is Sekam a hands on Healing, um, partly hands-on, partly hands-off. Um, the what we do, what I'm saying there is really we when we when I do a healing, we do uh, touch feet, mm-hmm. ankles, knees, up to hips. We do not touch the torso okay. because that can be very unnerving and, and sensitive for, for for anyone. For people that don't want to hug, 
for people that don't want to hug. Really? Although, but yeah. he is a hugger now, so he'll be fine. Totally. And, um, oh and we your also, new friend. <laughs> and we also touch the head. Okay. And uh, yes, that those those are the and all the energy is actually brought through through the hands mm. um, as it is similar to to Reiki. The difference I've understood from people who've done Reiki and I personally haven't is um, that Sekhem energy is actually brought through through the your crown the crown mm. chakra through there down into the, through your body into the ground mm-hmm. about 12 inches down and then back up through your hands and the, the reason for that is to actually really connect you below and above right so As you're totally so yeah and right. and to totally ground you so you can actually be of full service to your client Interesting. And what does Reiki do in comparison? Do, do they, do they I would have you? to ask you, Reiki yeah. practitioners, well, well, and what well, that... Well, I'm, I'm not a Reiki... Well, you okay. said that from what you were told. So, so what I, thought, I've been told, I thought you knew the What comparison. I've been told is that um, with the Reiki, it really just comes through the, the just crown the oh, I see. and straight through the hands. the hands. I see. So there is the, yeah. the opportunity... that's what I was asking. That, yeah, there is the opportunity that perhaps... They, so Sekhem is, so is more of a grounding because it's yeah. like it brings that Egyptian concept of bringing heaven to earth yes. right? as above so below Yes, and then then back up through the hands yeah yes. down 12 inches below your feet and okay. then through to the ground so into the ground and then, and then back, back up your and body then through, and then separate it from through. your shoulders into your hands okay yeah. and then you, you use it like that way and the other one it just kind of like comes through the body and then separates separates in, into the hands mm-hmm. okay so distance healing yes right mm-hmm. so reiki is all it has a lot to do with like i think after level one you don't even have to touch a person you can just kind of like send energy mm-hmm. to them yeah. mm-hmm. do you guys have that type same of... as like level two absolutely that's when you start learning uh, distant healing so tell me about it so you can use a, a pro- now that I know, I can. <laughs> <laughs> so you can actually use a proxy, so you can use a cushion or you can even use a pair of socks and it's basically mm. putting your hands on the edges of a pillow and actually sending that intention. You can use a photo and actually use that as, you know, to, to, send, to send the healing. And it's like what we've talked about before, all to do with intention. Great. You know. Um, and intention is our is our biggest biggest gift of anything that we have. Yes. So where what if we intend to do something, we can actually make it happen. Right. We did we did a episode on intention recently, and yeah. we re, it's it is it's it's kind of like how thoughts create, how you also make space for different possibilities, and so yeah, I love I love the idea that this is intention based. Mm-hmm. You know, um, have you ever had sessions where a person doesn't heal? Um, it isn't that it's it that they don't heal. It's that where they are at that moment in time, mm-hmm. um, they're not consciously allowing the energy in. Right. As 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 a as a practitioner of it, once I put my hands on someone, I will know if they're blocking it. Mm-hmm. So I will ask them to allow. If they're prepared to allow um, the energy to to help them, mm-hmm. so when you say something like that, they go, and I said, and I usually ask them to do that by taking three long breaths and releasing. Mm-hmm. And when they release, because they're releasing, it's and I just you know anything negative, it's good. 
through to go through the soles of their feet mm. as they relax they allow and then I can feel that the energy is actually helping them it may actually just make them feel nice right um, again it's their intention of what they want the energy for some people who are very rigid in some of their belief systems mm -hmm. actually may use the energy for them to make them feel temporarily better mm -hmm. because it feels nice. But will they allow it to go into a deeper, yeah, to um, you know, a deeper level? That really is entitled, you know, up to the individual. But then, the individual and the and the the second practitioner need to have a conversation of. So do you really want to do this? Mm -hmm. Are you prepared to do this? Are you ready to do mm. this? And if not, come back when you are. When, so some of this might be, like, so my experience is a lot of people will say, I'm ready to change. I'm ready for a relationship. I'm ready to heal. I'm ready to make a million dollars, right? For a while there, I was talking about how there's this concept of in and kind of like you have a, a person that was really kind of like below the poverty line mm -hmm. right who wins the lottery and they win um i don't know a hundred million dollars and it's actually proven that like more than i think 80 percent yeah. of them 80 percent will lose that money within two years and it does not make them happy Right, and so so they they have all this money, and they just they they just uncomfortable and unhappy with that that level of wealth, mm -hmm. and so somehow they sabotage or give it away or lose it or get, it gets stolen. However it happens, that money's gone, you know. And for me, it's also it, it brings up a couple of things. It's like a, a question of deservability, a question of how much will you allow, you know. And so when when you when you were talking about you know a person you know taking on energy and and being able to utilize the energy that's available to them to heal, how do you deal with that subconscious saboteur, or that that person who says yeah i want a billion dollars and once you give them the billion dollars they lose it so like yes i want to heal the energy is brought to you is there a way of dealing with that um it re it really is in but you know individual individual cases mm -hmm. so hopefully when that breathing occurs mm -hmm. there are going to be moments and aspects that will get in mm. so mm. all you need for the sh a, a light to shine is a crack in the right. door a chink mm. in the armor yeah. as i call it yes. yes so it will come through right so the light will come through now even if it's just a a trickle mm -hmm. that is a, that that is the beginning mm -hmm. this our gentleman mm -hmm. there was a trickle that something that occurred and then yeah. that door was flung right open and this is what we always hope for. This is what we always want. What's underlying behind those the, the, the person trying to keep that door closed mm -hmm. is the thing that we need to address. You can actually open that door with with the energy or and continue it and then um, then uh, thereafter 
actually give them a little bit of coaching. Mm. Sit and actually discuss, is there anything that's come up for you? Mm. Is there anything you would like to talk about? Is there anything that you don't want to talk about mm. but might want to do talk about next time? Mm. So what you're, what you're doing is allowing your clients, giving them the opportunity to be able to be a li- show a little bit of vulnerability but in a secure space. So when you said for the next time, that's interesting. So it's a more than one session type of deal. Sometimes it can be, I've had, I've had experiences where I did a healing in Mumbai one time, half an hour, that was it. Didn't hear again. Mm-hmm. And five years later, I meet the lady again in Hong Kong. She says, you have no idea that you changed my life. Mm. And sometimes it can take three sessions. If there is something which is really deep-rooted and there is a lot of resistance, I will say, this energy will run for three days. Tune in when you're ready. If you would like to come and have another session, it's up to you. Mm. Because I will not say... I, I will say... I suggest it would be nice for you to come again, right. but you decide when you want to do that mm. because I'm going to give them free, total free will and choice mm-hmm. to do that because they have to take ownership of the healing. Sure, sure. Mm. Um, what does a session look like? A session normally is about um, about an hour, hour 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. So the first thing, sometimes people come, oh my God, the traffic was terrible. It's this and this and this and that. I just want to lay down and please just help me. Mm-hmm. I say, okay, lay down. Mm-hmm. And then what will happen is I will start to run the energy, um, start on their feet, get them, calm them down, see what, see what areas, where the, where the little nooks and crannies are that need to be filled with energy. How do you know where the areas are? Um... Is it a feeling within your body? Is it a sense of... Or is it an intuition? It's, it's, um, I would say a combination of things. So mm-hmm. some is going to be more intuition. Some is just knowing. Some is feeling. Sometimes there's heat. Sometimes mm. there's cold. Mm. Uh, sometimes they, you can feel that there is resistance. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there is a tingling and sometimes there's just a pulse. Mm. Can I ask you, what do you, when you feel, what are you feeling when there's resistance? How can you describe it in your body as a healer and as to someone listening that's like, this person can feel what other people feel while they're healing them. Like, what are you experiencing? What I, what, when somebody's resisting? So, yeah, for example, where do you feel it in your body? Or what images do you see? Do you feel it in your head? Do you feel it in your, in your actual, your, your body, in your hands? Like, how it, you... To be honest, it's just, it's just a knowing mm. that there is something. And mm. there's a, so there's a knowing that, hold on, there's a resistance. Mm-hmm. So, so then I then I, it, I right? then the thought comes into my head right. that there's a resistance, and then my hand that there will be no flow or mm. the flow will be low. Right. So that's when I say, could you take a couple of breaths mm-hmm. for me here, please? And then you'll I, start to feel more heat. Then maybe I, then after I feel relaxed. I, yeah, I can. Sometimes it's heat, but generally it's more that the pulse has increased. Mm, there okay. is an increase in the um, the flow. Mm. Like water, yeah. the flow is increased. Okay. It's interesting. When I do a session, there is, um, like, I can meet somebody and I'll, I'll start freezing. Hmm. And I can meet somebody else and I'll start sweating. And I recognize that, like, um, for when I'm really, really hot, that's transformation. It's almost like Phoenix going through a fire, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And when it's cold, 
it could be two things, right? It can be profound resistance, almost kind of like there's no movement, like dead flesh, like dead energy, like there's mm -hmm. no movement. But it also is a different type of release where a person could be releasing from kind of like their soul, mm -hmm. like a deep, deep, deep Very block, deep, yeah. like yeah. a really, really deep block. And it comes off almost like jets of cold air, you know? Oh, wow. Yeah. And so I, I'll like, it could be in the dead of summer and I'll, I have an actual, in my office, I have a sweater that I'll just put on because it's really, it'll get freezing. Wow. Yeah. And I'll just feel like what's going on. So that's interesting when you talk about cold, hot, tingling. I mean, it's like, and it's interesting. There's all this different thing. Um, I always find it interesting because I believe a lot of this does kind of happen on the subconscious, right? Like there is, I, I'd love to say that a client knows what the block is. You know what I mean? Because it would make our life so much easier, I yeah. think. Um, but sometimes, yeah, like they just, they just don't know, you know, so. But isn't that what's great about Sekhem Energy is that it kind of goes, whereas Reiki is based on the chakra system, right? Mm. So Sekhem is kind of the energy goes where it's meant to go. Mm -hmm. And the healer and the, the client doesn't right. need to need to know. It's, it's from source and right. it goes to the places where it's meant to go. And so so be it right, right. Mm. yeah the body heals itself mm. right and the psyche heals itself but when there is a knowing mm -hmm. that's the lesson that needs to be learned sure so that is the time that that thing whatever it is that comes to the conscious mind needs to be addressed so you're saying when something emerges to be when it comes up so like it's like oh i thought about my, my, my mother yes. or, or i saw my cousin from 50 years ago who i haven't seen and mm. whatever so like all that pops into your brain mm. that's the knowing yeah. you're, you're, you're talking about and mm. that's what needs to be healed it may be it may be mm. something that is just a remembrance oh okay that confirms yes yeah. I've been having that that makes sense now right. I don't need to address that anymore it is done right I am complete with that question cool. or query that I is been niggling mm. so in other words there's like a, a thought or a memory or feeling yes. could come up and it's just release part of the yes. release process and yes. nothing to dwell on no. I love that can you use healing to so like like we're talking about a lot of spiritual things like yes. it sounds like we're, we're speaking about like you know healing the soul and healing the mind right like the blocks that yeah. we talk of can and, sound and feelings right it sounds like like but can can this healing or any healing process be used to you know deal with kind of like more serious physical things absolutely mm. so um remember earlier when i said that we are spiritual beings in human form mm -hmm. we have a physical body we have a an emotional body we have a mental body we have a spiritual body mm -hmm. the, the whole you know astral plane whatever what happens is that when we have an imbalance in our mental or emotional fields, mm -hmm. it actually transforms and manifests itself into the physical body. So what I'm saying here is that, for example, if we have stress, we say, mm -hmm. oh my God, I'm really, really stressed. Mm -hmm. Where do you feel the stress? Right. The stress is in your shoulders or the stress is in your You've got a sure, headache, you've sure. got a migraine because I'm so stressed. Mm -hmm. So those imbalances in in our feelings and our moods actually transform into translate into our body. Okay. But what I'm talking about is like if 
I fall and break my leg. So normally, the, Helen always said, so what were you thinking just before you broke your leg? Mm -hmm. What was going on just before that moment? Mm -hmm. So you're saying that there's a... The, the mind-body connection yes. and, and what have you. All right, for those of us who are listening who think you're full of shit. Absolutely. Okay. So, but like there are certain things yeah. that happen, right? Absolutely. Like a, a, a brick falls from the ground yeah. and you have a concussion. Yeah. Right. Healing practice. So the healing, Sekhem healing, will all, can address and does address pain. Great. So it can reduce the inflammation mm -hmm. when what happens is when we hurt ourselves the first thing we do is we put our hand on that we ask our mum to put their hand on us because sure. we have all have healing hands so pain can be addressed with energy healing so if you have blocks if you have sciatica mm -hmm. which is a you know the curvature of the spine curvature of the spine and there is anything trapped right. you can actually use second energy to help with that awesome great the process of second is it sounds like it's hands-on mm. it's intentional mm -hmm. it sounds like the client is also doing a little bit of the work as well by doing some breath work like you, you were saying that if someone not so much, right? I think that's more to release, right? When you want that to was relax. only really just yeah. um, at the beginning, and if there is a any There's sort a block. of any kind of block or resistance, otherwise the what happens a lot of the time in a healing session, the the client will actually just knock out and fall asleep, well they think they're asleep. Gotcha. What happens there is the subconscious said, okay conscious mind out of the way right let, let us yeah take over here we talked about that this weekend as well yes, because we like did. i was uh when i do meditation some people fall, fall asleep, asleep. They, mm. they they say they're falling asleep but for some reason as soon as i say okay now take a deep breath and come back in yeah they they come back in mm. and so yeah so i agree there's there is sometimes your your subconscious or your spirit guides or what whatever have whatever you whatever you, whatever what have you kind of pulls you out of your mental state mm -hmm. into a deeper kind of like theta state mm -hmm. like a deeper a deeper space within within the within mm -hmm. and so it's almost like gets you out of the way so that the energy can do the work yeah. so that the um so that the suggestion or the you know the healing that needs to be there shows up yes yeah. indeed absolutely um it's funny i think we're all talking about this kind of very kind of like interesting holistic way of being mm -hmm. right because there's the mind how the mind affects the body how the emotions affects the body how the um, and I think that's where you were going when mm. I was saying, so can you heal? You know, it's like, like, can there be physical ailments that can be healed? And, and you were going with the mind-body connection. Mm -hmm. um, but I wanted to, I think and this might be what you were saying as well. Right. It's like, I want to straight up ask you, if someone has cancer, can you give them a series of 
five, 10 second energy healing sessions that's gonna actually make them feel better, that's gonna make their body advance, better, like a heal quicker. If someone has a broken leg, say, compared to someone that wasn't having SECM that had exactly the same thing, you truly believe that SECM energy will help speed up the process. That person might be able to walk quicker than the person not receiving SECM. Understandably, every situation is different. No two people are alike. Okay, so Helen has always used to tell me a wonderful story about her son mm-hmm. who never really believed what his mother did. Mm-hmm. However, he was playing rugby. Mm-hmm. One of his teammates broke his leg. They drove past two hospitals to take him to Helen to say, can you do your work on him? Because Who we they? need him. Her son and... The, uh, the, the rugby team. His, his, her son and the rugby team, one of them mm-hmm. broke his leg. Okay. And they actually took him to Helen to get, to get healed. Right, because they thought that, and it that actually helped, because yeah. it got, she did her work, and it did actually help to heal. Right. So miracles can and do happen. I listen. I have seen some really wild stuff that I cannot explain. Um, <laughs> yeah. There are some people that you know. It's funny. Our producer Lisa was asking, "It's like, how do you know when to suggest a certain person to a certain place?" Right. And there are certain, like for me, I'm very empathic. I feel things was going on in my in my body or what's going on in another person's body Mm. like i said earlier there could be people that are healers or have the ability or hypersensitive that they can have certain emotional mental physical spiritual blocks Mm -hmm. that i feel like you know for me i did i did not know of sekum yet so now i do Mm -hmm. um i would have that person go to to a healing or uh, not a healing session but a actually learn about healing, learn about a Reiki yeah. and take the level one Reiki so that they can kind of like open up their energy centers so that they can kind of like go to the next space of healing, you know? Um, but there are certain people that come up where they can be physically physically blocked and I'll say, oh, get some Shiatsu or acupuncture. Um, another person can come up and they could be spiritually blocked and I'll say hey call Deborah Gill or now I'm going to say call Serge you know mm-hmm. or or call whomever um and it, it it's really interesting because like through through a lot of these different modalities I've seen and heard some incredible miracles you know um one woman um actually uh Deborah Gill who I think we've talked about yeah before love her yeah she's great I met Deborah through a woman who was um, about to go into surgery to have um, a tumor in her uterus removed. Mm. You know, and so Deborah gave her all this stuff, this water, and to drink and energy work, and and the woman really did a lot of the work. And the woman really had some deep, 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 deep anger stuff towards mm. stuff. You know. Yeah. Um, and she, by the way, still has those anger stuff to this day. I've, I saw her, like, it's been, that's been like, that's definitely been 20 years. Um, but don't you know, and I like, I'm, I'm truncating the story, but like, you know, like she did a whole series with Deborah, um, even saw Deborah before she went into the hospital. She goes into the hospital and they do the scan to just kind of like, to help mark where there's the surgery, uh, to do the yeah. surgery. And it was totally gone. Yeah, the, there was no tumors. There was not. There was nothing there. There was like not even evidence of it, which was 
so wild. So. I have a question for you then, Tony. Yes. So that is the healing part of it. How, how, how do you think diet affects that as well? Do you think that healing when you're going for like, you know, say if I'm going, sure. to, God forbid, something wrong with someone, they go to surge and they're getting a healing and it's, they're doing three or four or five sessions, but they're eating like crap. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, what, what, don't you think that that has an influence into the actual healing as well? I do too. Yeah, I agree. Because it's um, all energy, right? It's all energy. And and yet there are certain people that I can see. You know, Like I think anybody can see. So one, it could be, why are you eating the crap? Mm-hmm. Right? If it's, if it's someone who's just eating crap because that's all they've known their whole life, they'll probably live till to be 100. Mm. Right? Then there are people that are eating crap because of some emotional mm-hmm. situation that they're stuffing their emotions. Mm-hmm. You know, two people can have the same diet, same DNA. Yeah, the way that it... it it's, it's just what the intention is behind it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, why why can somebody... One person smoke cigarettes until the, they're 90 and the other one can't? There's... Yes, it's mm-hmm. all bad for you, but for some reason, there's right. the, the intention. Like, I'm smoking to stuff my feelings, or I'm smoking because I really enjoy this, and this is really fun, this is my relaxing thing of the day. I'm not saying any of it is good and anyone should do it. I'm just saying that there's all these right. different things. So, yes, yeah, so the, the very simple answer, simple answer to the question is yes. If you eat cleaner, you have a cleaner body, What you know, like like it's a holistic process for sure. Yeah. Um, and I also think that um, there are certain people that actually get sick when you, you when they get cleaner you know what I mean which yeah, is part of the process as which well. is part yeah. of the process as well so um, I, was just based, saying... I, I think there's a tiny part of me that's saying the, I, I totally say yes I, I tell people like a person could come in and I'm like wow you started a cleanse and you didn't finish it and now all those toxins are in your body go finish your cleanse mm. you can just feel that you know and then there are people who've never done a cleanse or anything in, in in their life, and they're perfectly fine. I mean, I'm just playing devil's advocate. It's sure. like that person that's abusing themselves. They might be smoking, they might be eating badly, and then like, oh, I'm just going to go and get a healing now. Yeah. And that's going to cure everything. Yeah. So there, there are some there are some emotions and 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 uh, feelings that can be very very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Things like anger. Mm. Yes. Anger is it's horrible. It's hot. It's you know I'm gripping my hand here. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, that yeah. kind of <laughs> it's that kind right. of feeling, mm-hmm. and though that kind of feeling causes real problems, that causes blood pressures right. because you're kind of boiling up. Mm. The heat of that. Can I edit that just a little bit, if mm. I may? Absolutely. I, I, and I'm I, I'm not your expert. No. But I just I think anger is healthy. I think repressed anger. If I if I so that was I, that was the I, next thing I, I was going to right. say. So what happens then when you kind of actually express that, get that out, yeah. and then you can release and be done with it? Right. Sorry. Depending on who who's receiving it, whatever. But it's the other one, the one that eats away that whole yeah. repressed yeah. thing. That's when you mentioned earlier on about cancer. Mm. Yeah. Are you prepared to you know? face that feeling that you have that repression that you have um you know can you can you face that can you address that those are the things when you start to release that when you can actually open up your clenched fist and 
you know, say, okay, I can look at this and let it go, that's when you will heal even more serious diseases. Yeah. Mm. And it's courage. It takes courage to be able to Absolutely. look at and be open to and listen to your own body and what does your body have to say? What does your um, emotions have to tell you? What does your mind, what's your mind telling you? Your own BS. Yeah. You know, yeah, having to, to face that. Because sometimes when you're in a healing, you see what it is that you need to address. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And it's being open. And unfortunately, the, you know, some of us, or some, there's a lot of people out there that like don't want to face that. Yep. And I think also blocks can, mm-hmm. can come from that as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. But just being open is so like... So Surge, how do we get in touch with you? Like, like uh, you know, like how do people get in touch with you? Do you have a website? Are you on Instagram? Are you have a Facebookage? Um, I uh, I do have a website and I have a Instagram um, account, and both of them are Infinite Sekem, which is I N F I N I T E S E K H silent E M so dot com. Okay, so and you can get you can get a hold of me through those two, and if you Google me, I'm around. Great. She's around. <laughs> I'm and, around. And we'll have we'll have uh, information to uh, search on our website and on in the show notes. And that was Surge. So interesting. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna go to the questions. We have some really good questions today. By the way, just as a reminder, you can send your questions to our email, which is findtheotherspodcast at gmail.com. Or you could slide into our DMs, as our lady Manjit would say, <laughs> uh, uh, which is at Find the Others Podcast at Instagram. That's Find the Others Podcast at Instagram. So, so, who wants to go? You want to? Can I share the first question? Yeah. Can I ask you the first question? Sure. All right. So the first question is: How do you go about finding a healer? I always say only go to a healer through recommendation Mm. because I've heard stories of people going to healers and just getting ripped off or you know it's kind of that thing of when you go and see tarot it's 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 not that like I feel it's a lower risk of going to see a tarot card reader in a Mm -hmm. front shop window going to a healer is like you need to have someone who really knows how to cleanse the space properly, cleanse their energy, protect your energy, um, cleanse the area of where they're going to do the healing mm. so that there's not residual, weird, bad energies from other people that have been in that space. You want to have someone that's reputable, that knows what they're doing, that's qualified and that you have a great experience with because someone's handling you, your energy uh, you know, in a session, holding space for you and holding the highest intention. I agree. So, I think, um, I, I call it WAM, word of mouth. Yes. You know, word of mouth is the best way to find um, anybody, you know, whether it be a lawyer, whether it be, uh, so like, you know, ask around. And I find with all these great social media um, things, you can just put out a question out there and I find more than likely, especially if you're in one area, if there's someone that's really good, that name will come up a few yes. times, yeah. you know. Also, you know, check out people's websites and, and what have you. you have, 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 like for me, you can go to my website and see all the media and all the press and all the recommendations. All those things are also very important. 
Yeah. I agree. So word of mouth, I, f- I find, is always the best. Yeah. So, Tony, let me ask you now, can you attend a healing session? Sorry. Can attending a healing session reveal what needs to be healed within me? Or do I need to go into the healing with an intention of what needs to be healed in order for it to work? I love these questions. You guys give great questions. Don't forget to send them more more in. These are great questions. Um Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like these, these these questions already answered themselves. So can a healing reveal, you know, what's needed to be healed within? So yes, absolutely. But what's really great about it is that, yes, you can also go in saying, wow, I'm feeling, I'm not feeling great. I, I have a headache or like, you know, I, I constantly go in with a list of things that I want to work on. And you can go there that way. But then it also, when you go into a session with that, for me, I find like when a person comes to me and says, hey, I want to ask this question. Or I want to work with on, on this issue. It always reveals a hidden answer. It always reveals something that's in the root of the situation that hasn't been balanced out or cleansed or cleared, you know, that needs to be worked on. So, yeah, absolutely. I think there's. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Either way, either way it works. I find the same thing. Like if I'm doing a second energy session I do this thing with sound with the singing bowl and I'll go over each of the chakras and intuitively I will spend as much time over each energy center that I feel is right and sometimes my hand wants to be on that singing bowl for like so long and I'm like okay what's this going on say in the third chakra right? right and then afterwards I'm like do you have like digestion issues or is this going on are you nervous about so yeah yeah yeah. so it's you know it's interesting because sometimes I'm like, oh yeah I forgot to mention that mm. um with Sekem energy you know the energy supposed to be like you send it through the feet and it goes where it's supposed to go so you don't even have to know Wow. It sends its energy where it's supposed to be. Where I know it's with Reiki, sometimes you have to be kind of specific and keep your hands over mm-hmm. a certain point. But it's interesting how it doesn't matter if you just feel funky, the energy will find itself. Yep. Um, you know, your the body whole... reveals what it needs yeah. to and it's about... yourself and to the healer. Yeah, and raising your overall vibration. The whole thing is like coming, feeling good after a session. Yeah. And it might not happen straight away. Because it can take sometimes two or three days. So, mm-hmm. you know. Cool. Wonderful. So, I think we've ended another great session between yes, us. Tony. We've had a healing session here. We've had a healing session. I feel healed just healing. being in your presence, Manji. And you have to come over and I have to give you a session. Ooh. I'm giving you a little crystal, singing bowl, sound vibration with oils. I will not oils. say no to that. You know? Yes, Absolutely. <laughs> So, guys, remember to find us on findtheotherspodcast at gmail.com. Please email us. Send us your suggestions, what you want to hear us talk about, interesting subjects that you feel aren't being talked about enough in the podcast realm. We'd love to hear your ideas and also any questions that you have. And then you can also find us on Find the Others Podcast, which is our Instagram handle. So please contact us. Show us some love. We'd love to hear from you. Thank you, Manjeet. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Manjeet. Thank you, Tony. Thank you, Manjeet. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Beautiful producer. And thank you, Darren. We appreciate you recording us every week. The man behind the curtain. Big boss. (laughs) D. All right. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Remember to find the others.